0: Welcome back to another episode of the Luminous Podcast. I'm Father Chad Jarnigan, Rector of Luminous Parish. Today we're looking at Second Timothy one one through fourteen. This is an interesting passage. It is loaded with lots of items, and Paul is. Writing to Timothy and transcends space and time that actually reaches us. I'm going to read from the NIV today. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Jesus. To Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did, with a clear conscience. As night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers, recalling your tears. I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded, now, lives in you also. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For the Spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or me, his prisoner. Rather, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his purpose and grace. His grace was given in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time but it is now revealed through the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel and of this gospel I am appointing a herald and an apostle and a teacher this is why I am suffering as I am Yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. What you have heard from me keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard your good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. of the Lord. So, for weeks, we're going to be speaking on letters from Paul of 2 Timothy. Over and over again, Paul speaks of the promise of eternal life to believers in Christ Jesus. If you ever wonder why we pass peace each Sunday in our type of church— We see this in this greeting from Paul. We see it from Christ himself and other writers. Paul also is helping us to keep perspective and reminds them and us, saying whatever good we do, it is for God. There's a lot of that in this passage. There's depths of meaning and substance underneath almost everything that he is saying here that we need to be reminded of on a pretty consistent basis. He goes on to say, if some of us are so fortunate to have a lineage of faithful disciples before us, we can trace some of those values into our current lives. It's what Paul was speaking about with his grandmother, Lois, and mother, Eunice, speaking to Timothy. And it goes on to remind them to fan into flame the gift of God in them. And it's interesting, too, because of the laying on of hands. This is something that, this is where that comes from. If you come from a tradition who does such things on a fairly regular basis, you understand that this is a practice that happens intentionally for reasons. And it is traced back to the lineage of Paul and the early apostles. I remember having the laying on of hands with me when I was ordained. And it wasn't the first time that this had ever happened, but during the ordination, there was a very beautiful sense of otherness present. It was holy. It was set apart. It was different than anything else I had experienced And to me, that was a mark of something beyond what we could just fathom and comprehend quickly. Verse 7 here says, For the Spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Many of us have heard this, or maybe even heard this from a different writing. But the spirit of a sound mind is where this is coming from. It actually means quietness of mind. The Holy Spirit is not the author of timidity or a negative disposition or anxiety or fears. Maybe this helps us and serves as a reminder of our constant need. Because if we're honest, we all still struggle In these capacities. See, this passage draws a contrast that isn't very popular with some. Those who hold to the gospel will not be put to shame or disgraced, but those who oppose it will be ashamed. Paul trusted his life, his soul, his eternity to Christ here. He is encouraging Timothy and us to do the same. Yeah, it's so unpopular to hear that, you know, many of us have a difficult time embodying and embracing the daily gospel, right? The the gospel in a daily practice. Some of it is so sensationalized from scripture for us, and, and it's very difficult for us to put into perspective about what it really means for us today. I'll also continue, and I'll come back to this, but in the same pattern, Whoever has stillness and quietness of mind will be enabled to hope, to find hope, to embrace hope. Those who wrestle with busyness and noise and such will simply struggle. And as probably most of us, right? So Paul is speaking from prison once again. If you ever are in doubt of where Paul's writing from, more than likely it's from prison. And he begins to speak of joining him in the suffering of the gospel, or the suffering for the gospel. Just so we know, this is pretty important to realize. The vast majority of Scripture, much of Paul's writing, the vast majority of scripture was written by oppressed people for oppressed people. Which frankly, may be one of our greatest weaknesses in the West to comprehend the messages. Unless in your own personal context, you are experiencing some level of suffering, some level of oppression, And it breaks you down to a place of being in need beyond your own control. There you can resonate with the message of the gospel being written by oppressed people for oppressed people. Paul encourages sympathy, again, and us, to hold to the scriptures and to the substance Of gospel truth in them God's words are proclaiming that God I am is with us and for us and the more we lean into faith we will be met held and sustained by our creator by the hope that is in the gospel This is not in our own strength, but by the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. This is from the scriptures here. In verse 12, Paul says, He is suffering because of the gospel, or better yet, others' resistance of the gospel. Yet, this is no cause for shame. He knew that to have peace, we must have a quietness of mind. To embrace the Spirit's dwelling in us, we have quietness of mind, which really is meant as reverent stillness of being. It's a contemplative phrase to say, Quietness of mind is a reverent stillness of being. All that is important comes in the quietness and waiting. Paul is helping to unearth the importance of quietening our minds in the midst of circumstances beyond our control. And finally, Paul says in verse 13 and 14, What you have heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Now, if you're waiting for the application, you're waiting for clarity of the points, you may not get that here. That's not essentially what we do. But what I will say, this should resonate in your own self-discovery. A context for me to impose on you may do this an injustice. There is a depth of, Here, That is for you and your own self-discovery. I would encourage that anywhere you listen to what someone has to say from Scripture or anywhere else for that matter, receive it with an openness, but also do some research in your own self-discovery process. That is where the Spirit will meet you where you are and will guide you where you need to be. I hope that this was helpful. It's good to be back with you. There will be a few more episodes loaded up over the next coming weeks before we take another break before Advent. If you are in the Nashville or Franklin area, please join us any Sunday at 4 p.m. in downtown Franklin at 408 Church Street. You can find us at LuminousParish.com. So may peace be with you, and may you share that peace with everyone that you meet.